Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. And a very good morning, everyone, on this Monday morning, another week. Ron Arnold here with you with this week's segment of Going Greyhounds. Of course, plenty happening today around New South Wales as far as Greyhounds are concerned. We've got three programs on. This afternoon, Casino at 4.28, Bathurst following at 5.49, and a solid Maitland program, race number one at 6.41. And we will have some selections before each of the races at Maitland, the late mail through tonight. And uh, before we wrap up this little segment, we'll uh, try to find you a couple of winners at that program as well. And obviously, uh, it's certainly going to be a hell of a lot cooler around New South Wales today compared to what it's certainly been the last 24 hours, 48 hours particularly the Saturday madness, but uh, certainly everyone got through it and uh, well done to everybody. We had to change a few race times to fit in with people, but uh, today a little bit of normality, thank heavens. Of course, speaking of uh, changes, of course, Wendy Park was one of those that uh, with the hot weather we needed to move some race times to fit in there uh, to get away from the 40-odd degree madness, but uh, we certainly got through it and we didn't have a chance to discuss yesterday uh, the program from Wendy Park because we uh, did... Uh, review the Melbourne Cup Carnival from Sandown on Friday night. But uh, at Wendy Park on Saturday night, there were a couple of uh, very, very good wins. Of course, uh, we did just touch base yesterday on the story of the Sultana family as they were heading into Wentworth Park and uh, their dog trailer had a little bit of a fire and uh, with a little bit of help from one of the uh, cars behind, they got out of trouble. And it certainly didn't pay much attention to uh, concerning one of the greyhounds, Drink Moe. It uh, pinged the lids and away it went with win number six out to Wentworth Park. I think Michelle Sultana, the trainer, might have had a stronger drink than uh, Moe on the night after what she'd been through getting to Wendy Park, but it was certainly great reward. And let's pick up uh, Timmy's call of the win by Drink Moe in the fastest time of the night. Racing, Fire Legend stepped nicely, showing good dash, Drink Moe at Winlock on top, driving up the favourites in traffic and is back last. Through the first corner, Drink Moe had the lead over, Winlock on top, moving up on the outside, still blue. A gap in the race to Ritzer Cohen, he's starting to make ground on the leaders. And then Poacher, Fire Legend, Ritzer Donald at the rear, Drink Moe at the front runner, over Winlock on top, Ritzer Cohen searching for an inside run, turning, Drink Moe at lead, Winlock on top, knuckling down, Ritzer Cohen late, Drink Moe at kicking, Drink Moe will get the money. Drink Moat first, Winlock on top, second, Richard Cohen third. They were followed in by Still Blue and Poacher. Then Fire Legend and Richard Donald, one of the tail enders, 29.70 on the time. Yeah, that time was 29.73, was the quickest of Drink Moat, six wins at uh, Wenty Park. And the Greyhound did have a, a venture over the 6.18 at Richmond back on the 13th of November and led up and just uh, tired a little bit. But the uh, the trainer, no doubt, will still have a, a 600 fourth in mind going forward. Uh, the Greyhound is quite solid at the end of 520. Um, she's another Greyhound that's by the Sire SH Advertar. And, uh, of course, we have mentioned that particular stud dog on this program numerous times over the last six months. Again, a Greyhound that certainly doesn't have the numbers on the ground like a Fernando Bale or a Barcia Bale but the strike rate is quite incredible and uh, over all distances as well. And uh, certainly those that are looking to uh, to, to put their uh, bitches into uh, into mating next year, if you've got one coming on season, um, by all means, don't uh, steer away from SH Avatar. It's certainly uh, got some good records on the, on the board for one of the uh, lesser-known 
sires, certainly will. But a great win to drink, Moet. Um, there was another race on the program also, which was a sensational run between two very quality greyhounds, Chrissy Banner and Ebby Infrared. They literally went head and head for the best part of 500 metres around the track. Chrissy Banner per medium of the inside, and again, being another very strong greyhound, was able to uh, hold out Ebby Infrared by a length and a quarter in 29.9. But uh, it's one of the big excitements of greyhound racing when two of the favoured runners and really good runners in a race clear away from everybody else and they go hammer and tong at it and uh, it certainly was a was a great performance also on race nights at Wendy Park the GBATA like uh, many other greyhound tracks they have what they call the jackpot dog the jackpot dog is one where connections are for a small fee of a few dollars put it in and uh, if you're drawn out as a lucky dog you pick up the pool of the night and sometimes it doesn't go off for ages and ends up at uh, a hell of a lot of money one of the greyhounds I noticed that was put into the uh, jackpot draw was the greyhound in the last race, Dawn 1. Trainer George Borg had a real sort of smile on his face when he said, I want to put my dog in the jackpot. He had a couple of starters on the night, but he was only worried about Dawn 1. And that always gives you a little bit of a thought that this dog is going all right. He hadn't won for a few weeks, but obviously box number one. He'd been placed one and placed five times out of seven previous starts. And uh, I'd say he trialled well, and George knew that if he just stepped clean from box number one and could get away from the main pack going into the first bend, very, very strong greyhound, and he was going to be very, very hard to beat. So he, uh, or she rather, so she certainly did that. She jumped rather well. Let's pick up that replay of Timmy's call of the last race at Wendy Park on Saturday. Racing fast, Eddie Cargo away cleanly, showing good dash dawn one. Kent Kilowatt and that down, down the outsiders, do you dig? It was tight through the first turn and Dawn 1 came out of it in front, led by two. Now, Burst Seam has gone to second. They're followed up by Kent Kilowatt, Fast Eddie Cargo. Then on the inside, do you dig? It can't win and Zest to excel at the rear. Coming to the turn, Dawn 1, the front runner, by two to Burst Seam, who can do no better. Dawn 1's coming away. Dawn 1 wins. Dawn 1 by four and a half. Burst Seam followed in by Fast Eddie Cargo and Zest to Excel, followed up by Ken Kilowatt. Do you race, dig the uh, title? Dawn one had won on four occasions now at Wendy. That's uh, her fastest time of the track, 29.87. And uh, it's always a, a great sign when the trainers know their dogs are going quite well. And uh, it, it, it's still paid quite well through the tote. Um, so I would imagine trainer George might have been a very happy man at the end of the night wrapping up. So uh, put that one down in your little black book if you see a draw quite nicely in a few of the early graded races. Um, it'd certainly like to pick up a few more wins in town, I would imagine, Dawn 1. Of course, uh, as we turn the calendar over into a new month tomorrow, plenty of big feature racing and greyhound racing lie ahead, and uh, all the states are certainly going to play a part. But, of course, uh, in the world of New South Wales, eyes are really focused on a couple of tracks, and one of them will be up at the Gardens, of course, the time-honoured Newcastle Cup. In the heats of that are on uh, this Friday, and the following final will be the 11th of December. Of course, it's for the stayers. Um, it's one of those great races when you look at the honour roll, and I know the, the Finns have had a, a wonderful time there with their wonderful breed, Poco Dorada, etc., in, uh, in recent times. And certainly $25,000 is up for grabs for the uh, Newcastle Cup. And speaking of other changes to uh, feature race programming, the traditional Christmas gift at Wentworth Park takes a new format. It's going to be in the very exciting shootout stage where you will have eight dogs, the best eight nominated, 
They race on December 19, but they will go around four heats, two out. And obviously that's just a, a sheer speed shootout. It's, it's wonderful. It's, it's been held, uh, the shootout, obviously, down in Victoria over time. And uh, last year we had a little bit of a change with four doggers going around in the Christmas gift. And they've uh, had a look at changing it a little bit further to add a bit of thrill and excitement to it. And uh, obviously just take away any of that chance of interference of the first bend where it's just down to pure speed on the night being the uh, being the success story. So uh, the Christmas gift at Wendy Park will be more a match race uh, series. It'll be $5,000 to the winner of each of the match races. And then at the end of the night, when those four results are known, the fastest winner of the whole series will pick up an additional $10,000. So for two, uh, for two very sort of... Uh, Easy performances going around uh, as far as one out. It's one of those races that uh, certainly you can pick up a nice little bit of prize money. It's not much more than a, a good trial for some of the real brilliant beginners and obviously greyhounds like the Flying Ricardos and that have got big times on the board. Um, they'd all perhaps be aimed for it. But of course, at this time of the year, we do have some uh, big races coming up where people may choose to uh, to move away from their locals and go into state. And particularly now that the uh, the freedom world is a little bit different for us, and I, I think a lot of the interstate greyhounds will start to travel a little bit more comfortably now. Also on that night, just uh, for the point of putting it down in your diary, trainers, on December 19, the Christmas gift night, the stayers are not forgotten. There is a race on there for $15,000 for the winner, the Christmas cheer, it is that call. And also we've got a maiden final, and uh, that, that particular greyhounds will go through heats on the 9th of December, and that's the following Wednesday or next Wednesday, and then the 19th into the Saturday night for the maiden final. So on the night of the 19th, you've got the uh, the four match races, the Christmas cheer, and of course, uh, I no doubt Santa Claus will be there, and I'll, uh, I'll get the team from the GBOTA on next week to talk about all the Christmas formalities. And I must admit, out of Wentworth Park last Saturday night, the most pleasing aspect was that Probably for the first time in a, in a number of months, as we know, we've we've got some people back and they uh, were able to enjoy the night. Obviously, the only stipulation is if you're walking around with food or drink, you can't do that. You have to be seated at all times. But outside of it, you uh, can mingle quite freely, respectfully keep your distances, but uh, it's certainly a lot easier than what it uh, was a little while ago. Um, of course, other feature races that are looming. Speaking of flying Ricardo, he still heads the betting list of the Dapto Megastar. That is on December 10 next week. And uh, just to give you an idea of the greyhounds that are heading the markets there, of course, not a lot. all these dogs will go to the, the races we're about to quote, but uh, at the moment, through a bit of information for the, uh, the, market, the future markets team, um, the greyhounds that are there flying Ricardo is $2.25 at the top of that tree. Ferry from the Daryl Thomas camp is $6.50. And then other greyhounds like Nangar, Rust, Winlock on top, Richard Cohen, they're just in the double figures. And as I say, everyone believes at this stage those greyhounds are likely to head towards the megastar at Dapto. Other feature events, of course, uh, tomorrow we've got the, from Townsville, we've got the North Queensland Cup final. And it's always great for the uh, northern part of uh, Queensland to get these feature races and uh, they travel a lot of miles, those people to race their greyhounds, um, particularly if they've got to get down to the big smoke at Albion Park and when they have their own feature races, they're all there. So uh, that's uh, going to be a great race, the North Queensland Cup final tomorrow. Speaking of Queensland, of course, it's not far away for their Queensland Derby and Futurity. 
On the Derby side of things, uh, a couple of greyhounds at the top of the betting markets currently. Uh, Pirate Pete for the Thompson Camp is a $4 pick over McCooley's Lad at $5. Of course, Pirate Pete was a dominant winner last week. And on the Futurity side, a bit of the New South Wales feel at the top of the market. Vamos Penny and Vicky's Queen are heading that uh, particular market at $7.50 for both uh, the uh, Drynan team and also Pete Lagogiani. Crazy Cool is the next best just behind them at $8. So again, those races, if everyone's uh, comfortable to travel, they'll all be on the hit list over the next couple of weeks. There's going to be some uh, super racing right across the seven days. And of course, uh, we've spoken about it on this program in recent times. Uh, obviously, Fire Legend was a greyhound that uh, has well, still got the Hobart Thousand on the on the attack list at the moment, he found awful trouble in his race at Wendy Park on Saturday night. Forget he ever went around. He'd won six previously on the trot, but uh, he just uh, he literally bumped into everything over the whole 520 metres on Saturday night. The market for the Hobart 1000, which that final is on the 17th of December, and the Pirate Pete heads that market as well at $5. Tigalong Tonk at 6 Simon told Helen is 7 and a fire legend, as I mentioned, is still a $9 chance. So he's well in the market there for the Hobart 1000. That is one of the great races, probably, and they still say it is the oldest feature race on the Greyhound calendar in the whole of Australia. And, uh, of course, Hobart, that lovely long run to the first bend, a la the old Harold Park, many of the genuine speed dogs head there, and uh, certainly now has states open up. I would imagine the Hobart 1000 this year will be a very, very strong lineup. It looked a bit doubtful there a couple of months ago with uh, people probably not wanting to travel, but uh, I think that will free up a little bit now. So you will see that uh, that very, very strong race. Of course, uh, speaking of the Queenslanders, I'm trying to get on Luke Gatehouse to be on our program tomorrow just to talk through what's happening with the Derby, the Futurity. Obviously, he'll uh, touch on the North uh, Queensland uh, Cup there tomorrow at Townsville and uh, any other special races that come up. Of course, it's always a, a big carnival over the summertime and the New Year period with uh, with the uh, Queenslanders. And now, as I was saying, particularly uh, the borders are opening up a little bit. That will certainly help that all happen for everyone and uh, sometimes even grab a, a day or two to make a holiday out of it if they can, the owners in particular. But uh, we'll uh, I'll try to get hold of Luke Gatehouse through the day and uh, organise a time with him. Being an hour behind us, we'll juggle that around and try to get that to happen tomorrow. Of course, as I mentioned, the Maitland program is on today, and it's a very solid program. And a couple there, uh, they may be very short, but there's certainly greyhounds that you've absolutely got to keep following if you have been. And we've spoken about Cherokee Outlaw for Charmaine Field on numerous occasions. One, two of its last three. It's drawn box seven tonight. It's in race number six at 820 and, of course, it's got a PB on the track of 22.26. And uh, Charmaine's had a wonderful few months. And certainly uh, this Greyhound will uh, go on to bigger and better things. It's got a lot of natural speed. And over the 400 metres off box number seven will be very, very hard to beat. And in the following race, again, it's in a small field, but number one blazing snap for Les Cater. And, again, it's won three of its last four. It's got 22.75 on the clock. And uh, it should be just about very hard to beat. So if you wanted to have a bit of an all-up, I'd say race six, number seven, Cherokee Outlaw, into race seven, number one, Blazing Snap. That's at Maitland tonight. And we will have, as I mentioned, we will have late mail tips prior to each of those races, a couple of minutes before they jump, to give you an idea where uh, where the mail and the thoughts are 
on the Maitland program. Race number one there at 6.41. Our two other programs today, just double-checking there. Casino at 4.28 and the Bathurst program, 5.49. And very quickly speaking of Bathurst, their uh, Bathurst Soldier Saddle Series will be kicking off next week. And, of course, it's a wonderful series out there at Bathurst with the big final on the 14th of December. So it's a very, very popular, and I hope Mother Nature's a little bit kinder for them than what it has been the last couple of days with the weather out there at Bathurst. But the Bathurst Soldier Saddle Series kicks off on the 7th and the final on the 14th, part of the regional big finals as well in Greyhound Racing. We are heading up towards the 11 o'clock pips. That wraps us up for uh, this Monday program. Enjoy the rest of the day, and we look forward to catching up tomorrow at the same time, 10.45, going Greyhound.